before the beginning, I will tell you some stories from long, long time ago. In 1971, 31 of July, in those days, there was a calendar where people could tear off the page, wall calendar. You can see it now on the display. My sister found it. The text says, Darius was born 11.30 a.m. My weight, 3 kilos and 200 grams. My parents were waiting for this only thing with great impatience and endless joy. It's my birth. And remember when I was five years old and my parents were going outdoors or on holiday, they were planning to leave me at my grandmother's house and they asked me, trying to comfort me, what would you like us to bring when we come back? And my answer was, I don't know why. I would like to get green accordion. You can see this accordion. a copy of it. I wanted to have it. They brought it to me and after some time my father taught me and I started playing on it. Just listening to melodies and I could repeat it if I heard them over the radio. Even in the kindergarten, when we were celebrating the 8th of March and we had a concert in the kindergarten, for mothers I was singing. This was the only thing I wanted and I asked my father. When I moved to UK, I had another thing roaming in my head. 
I was thinking how to earn money because I wanted to buy a car. For some guys, a car is the whole life. So this thing was roaming in my head. If I earn enough, I will buy a car. It will be everything to me. Maybe several weeks or months ago, I was sharing my experience about my faulty phone. I found another old phone, replaced the SIM card, and uh, this old phone on opening WhatsApp got stuck. I was not able to send emails. And I felt very strange. I couldn't control something, what I usually had in my hands. And statistics say that youth, young people, are searching in their phone many times during the day. And maybe older people do less. But I felt very strange because I couldn't do what I was used to. On the other hand, I felt not bad. I couldn't control, but I still had a good feeling because I was not occupied by this thing. It was one thing which happened looked insignificant, but it brought to my life and heart during those weeks a spiritual lesson which I want to share with you. I would like to ask you, those who are present here and those who are listening online, What is that one thing which you are seeking in your life? Relationship, images, career, business, followers on social platforms. You can answer yourself. 
the one thing you are worried. You are overthinking, or maybe you have more than one thing about which you overthink, and you have this anxiety, and you don't have peace, and you get tired. It may be overthinking about your children. adult children, all your works matters. Maybe you find yourself in the place where I was when I used to go on holidays with my family. It used to take several days to think and worry about other things. Being with my beloved people, I was not able to stay with them emotionally and have rest and join them. I kept worrying. So the good news is that God gives us peace it doesn't happen automatically, but it happens when we place our trust in Him and bring these things which overload us, things which we care about the most. And we allow Him to search us and give little by little our worries and loads to Him. I'd like to share also the spiritual lesson with you and read from several places in the Bible which invites us to do something with things that are going on in our lives, especially in situations when we see that things that are happening in our lives when we say we trust in God we believe in Him we know correct answers but these things that are going on in our life really show that we in reality do not trust in Him because overthinking, worrying, or that one thing which we are seeking for, we put our attention to this. It might be that we knowing how it should be still do not trust in God. I will read two places from the Bible. 
Gospel according to Luke, chapter 10. The story about Jesus when he was traveling and he meets Martha and Martha invites him to visit her house. So Martha has a sister Mary and we can read from the 41 verse. We know that Jesus entered the house and Martha and immediately she started serving him. She was doing all by herself. Meanwhile, Mary was sitting by Jesus' feet and listening to his words. And Martha even got angry. And she wanted to show Jesus complaining. She said, Lord, don't you see, can you tell her? She left me to serve alone. And what were the words of Jesus? His answer was, verse 41, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. You are worried about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Jesus said, dear Martha, I respect your care. I'm just now paraphrasing. I respect your hospitality, but you are taking care and paying attention not to the place where I would like to see it going. You are worried and upset about many things, but you indeed need only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Some versions say Mary has chosen what is the best. So my lesson about faulty phone, passing uh, several days after it, As I mentioned, I felt having thoughts and noticing things which I were not used to see before this lesson. Some renewal came in to my side. 
I started seeing myself from another angle. I found a desire to give my attention more to people who are around me, to things that are more important, because I have noticed that this attention is being stolen very often from me. And I started making and taking steps, different steps, for example, regarding our youngest son. Instead of saying to him, that's enough, or you haven't done this, or stop doing that, I started, because of this understanding, value things more, evaluate things differently. When he comes back from the school, I tell him, jump on my back, I'll be your horse, we will have fun now. And I saw his view, point of view, his look at me is being changed. He jumps on my back and I run as far as I could in order to please him, turn around like a horse. I even make sounds like horses do. The other morning while he's still asleep, but he will wake up very soon. I bend to him and I kick uh, uh, the floor like horses do, and he wakes up and he jumps on my back. And another day I see him coming back, and I see him trying to see me. I go and run to the door I hide a little bit, but I show him my back that I'm ready to carry him. And he wants to jump, and I say, wait. Now the horse <laughs> is wild at this particular moment. He wants to carry you, but he is very wild. He is afraid, and he feels your heart. but you need to tame him. He wants to jump, he tries it, and I just drop him down. And the things are like, um, it doesn't mean that I didn't want to play like this before. But at this particular moment, I was able to see these things because I was able to see things around me. 
and evaluate and give worth to people who are around me. Sometimes it's the most difficult to be with those who are around you. But I would like to invite you to read other word from Luke 10. It's the same chapter and the story is about Good Samaritan. When one guy asked Jesus what he should do if he wants to inherit eternal life and Jesus said love your God with all your mind, heart and love your closest person who is close to you love your neighbor and then you will live So the first thing I mentioned, which I wanted to talk about, I relate this to it. To this guy, the teacher of the law, Jesus said, do this and you shall live. And then the teacher of the law asked, so who is that the closest? Who is my neighbor? And then Jesus gives this parable about Good Samaritan. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a levit, or we can paraphrase, a member of worship team, when he came to the place and saw him passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, and I'll pause here a little bit, Samaritans at that time were not on a friendly terms with Israelites. So he came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. And the emphasis on the verse which I want to show you is... One, one expert in the law, one Samaritan who saw and took pity. 
When you have responsibilities, I'm not saying avoid them, but me, I was not in a hurry to fix that faulty phone. I could find a way to fix it, but I was not in a hurry. And because of my choice, I got more time when I could think, when I could find peace. And look around what's going on in your life, what God is talking to you, what He is showing. What are his thoughts about your situations, about you, about your life? The other story from the Bible Is Psalm 27? Verse 4, Psalm 27, 4. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. David could want and seek for many things. Victory against enemy, crown on his head, But always, his focus was coming back on the Lord. This desire awakens the heart. When you raise this subject, I ask only one thing from you, Lord. Finishing the sermon, I would like to ask you to take some strategic steps if you find, if it resonates with your heart, what I was talking about. Try to remember the beginning of the year, what resolution you have 
done and announced. For example, you decided to read uh, your Bible more often, to lose weight, to give your time to prayer. Try to remember it. I don't know if it worked for you. I think it's good to have a goal. And when you cross the line, when you achieve something, you can have um, new goals. Faith takes us to the action and to the choice. I would like us all to choose one thing, one thing which you shall do after you think about it and you write it down and God will help you to achieve it. So one thing is decide not to overthink and do not worry about things which are not important. The second is to value more people and the third is to know more God. So one thing which I will do are these. So let us pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the possibility you gave us to look at our hearts and lives and so many things are going on around us. We want to achieve so many things. Because of good goals, because we have good desire, but very often we find ourselves overloaded and we are not able to control our emotions. We find ourselves overloaded because of extra fear, worries. And you say in your word that you give peace to everybody who comes closer to you. And today we're bringing our hearts and lives to you and we invite you to the places where we want to become naked and open in front of you. And we want to be as we are before you and before ourselves taking off crowns, pride, 
self-righteousness that we know everything we live with you for many years and we know how it should be Lord let the knowledge of your love the depths of your love to me and to everybody who is praying now let it all be revealed and let it reveal that we can't be like branches which are separated from the stem only you can take our worries only you can show us for me that one thing which you are seeking the most and are worried the most about it ask the Lord and get the answer is this worthy if it is worthy it's alright if not let God's light and repentance that comes from him to you through the cross let it makes you free there is no salvation but through the cross there is no name which could have a bigger power to free you from bondage whatever it is in your life Lord we come and we lay down before your feet this thing whatever it is and we are praying Lord maybe we're worrying about a lot of things but we need one thing only we need you We need your closeness. Yeah. I will ask worshippers to join me on the stage. Lord, I pray for those who are listening now or will listen and who find themselves in situations like this I don't ask you to go deep into sorrow and judgment no I ask you to come to the grace of God when he gives understanding and you Lord want to give this understanding to everybody who is listening to this so I pray Lord for everybody who finds himself in difficulties and know that my prayer and 
other prayers might not be sufficient, your openness and your decision are necessary. So I pray if there are those who listen and you have a question, what does it mean to be a believer, to live with God? So wherever you are, in the kitchen, in your sitting room, in your bedroom, but you feel God gently knocking at your hard doors, simply and sincerely, not religiously. I will help you. Ask God. Tell him, God, I come to you. Jesus, I give my life to you. I want to know you. Thank you for your forgiveness and your holy blood, for your justification, for the gift of eternal life which you give as a gift through Jesus Christ to me. Thank you. I receive it. So let us stay with this thought. The one thing I will do, I will not worry about not important things. The second I will value people around me.